0: Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath and welcome to my Daily Torah Thoughts. Today I want to turn your attention to the weekly Torah portion. I'd like to share a thought from my colleague Rabbi Dov Wagner of the Chabad of the University of Southern California. He says that sometimes it seems like all we do as Jews is talk about the Exodus. Passover is about the Exodus. Sukkot is about the Jews wandering through the desert after the Exodus. The Ten Commandments start with, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. At least 50% of the Torah deals with the stories of the Exodus. How we ended up in Egypt, what happened there, how we got out of Egypt, and the years of wandering that followed. Why is it such a big deal? Why is Egypt such a center point of Jewish existence? Of course, I'm not going to disagree that national origins are important. But don't you think it's a little bit overdone? The word Torah comes from the Hebrew word hora, the lesson and directive inspiring and guiding us and teaching us how to live our lives. How do the details of an event thousands of years ago, play a role in our lives today? That's what I want to know. Now, of course, there are many ways of looking at the relevant themes of the Exodus. Hasidic teaching emphasizes that the theme of liberty and freedom as being at the core. Egypt, after all, isn't just Egypt. It's not just a place our ancestors were once enslaved the Hebrew word for Egypt is Mitzrayim, which comes from the word Mitzarim, boundaries and limitations. All of life is a struggle with enslavement in Egypt. Every one of us, at every moment in history, struggles with limitations And boundaries. We battle the limitations society places on us, the boxes we put ourselves in, and the boundaries inherent to the very nature of the human condition. Judaism is about Yitziat Mitzrayim. It's about leaving those limitations behind. It's about fighting every day to rise above ourselves, above who we were yesterday, to be free, to be something more, to grow and to live in the most meaningful of ways. On a personal scale, it's about achieving the inner freedom and liberty of a life lived to the fullest of its potential. On a global scale, it's about reaching redemption, breaking free from the enslavement of exile and tipping the world towards its true utopian purpose. I think what's even cooler is that every detail of the story that we tell again and again at the Passover Seder, and every detail recorded in the Torah during these weeks when we read the Book of Exodus, is actually a part of the Torah's secret guidance to us, teaching us how to go through the process of liberating ourselves, and how to nudge the world towards a better future. So one example are the first two of the ten plagues. Everybody has acted out the ten plagues at the Seder or in Hebrew school as a kid. What are the first two plagues? The first plague was blood. So all the water in Egypt turned to blood. And the second plague was frogs. Frogs were jumping all over the place. As the Torah specifies, they even jumped into the Egyptians' food and into their ovens. And I'm sure you think those details are just provided to make a Hebrew school exciting or to make the story that your grandfather told you more exciting. Not at all. These are actually the first steps necessary for any journey to personal freedom. They demonstrate the need for passion, the need for caring. This guy turns to his friend and says, uh, the biggest problem for our youth today is ignorance and apathy. How do we fix it? So the friend says, I don't know, and I don't care. But really, think about the water turning to blood. Think about water. It's clear. It's tasteless. It's naturally cold. And blood is exactly the opposite. It's boiling. It's hot. It's passionate. So the first step if we want to start down the path of redemption, the path of freeing ourselves from all our limitations, is to care. We can't approach life like water with this dispassionate calculation about the challenges that we face. While there is a need for quote-unquote water It will never get us engaged enough to rise above anything. It will just further entrench us within the obstacles life has set for us. So today, our job is to change the water to blood, to care, to feel deeply, to imagine a completely good world where every injustice is corrected and every wrong is righted. That is what stirs us to do something. That is what stirs us to move. And that is what stirs us to change. On the flip side, the next plague, frogs. See, frogs are cold-blooded amphibians. They're dispassionate. They're removed. And the Torah emphasizes that they jumped into the ovens, into the fire. They cooled off the fire, the passions of Egypt. The first step, is to care enough to be passionate. But passion for passion's sake isn't enough. We have to make sure that we're putting our energies into things that actually matter, directing them to good and positive agendas. We have to embody not just the turning of water into blood, but also the cooling off of foreign fires with the frogs. And I think that these are the two steps together that started the process of wearing down the Egyptians, breaking the bondage, Mitzrayim, the breaking the bondage of Egypt. And these are the same exact two attributes in our own lives, carrying in passion, focused on the right causes and the right directions that help the process of breaking the bondage of Egypt everywhere, every day and in every part of our lives. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. This is my daily Torah thoughts. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there.